0: Over the years, Pakistan has been trying to deflect the the attention it has gained for being the hub of global terror and exporter of terror, not only towards India, but across the world. Towards this end, it has made many attempts, including abduction of our former naval commander Gulbushan Jado from Iran, getting him into the Baluchistan and the tribal areas and has sentenced him to death under false charges. Now as we see it is trying tried to do this again in the United Nations Security Council by naming two Indians as involved in terrorist attacks and it has received a major snap. It very clearly highlights that Pakistan's attempts to portray that it is a victim of terror has been de- denied and not accepted by the international community. Secondly the charges that it has been laying that India has been trying to export terror in Pakistan has also been rejected. So I think this is a wholesale rejection by the international community of the two charges that have been made by Pakistan. There is definitely uh, a sense one gets that uh, this this attempt by Pakistan to get two Indians uh, to be named uh, on the ban list by the United Nations uh, Security Council has links with India's attempts to get Masood Azhar, the infamous terrorist leader of jaish e banned by the United Nations Security Council. It is regrettable that a terrorist of such high disrepute as Masood Azhar has been fostered by Pakistan over the years and now that he has been banned by the United Nations Security Council after intense efforts by India and other members who supported it such as the United States and France. Finally, he was named and napped and banned by the United Nations Security Council and now Pakistan has taken possibly a different stand trying to portray that even Indians are are, are terrorists and they are trying to export terror into Pakistan. But then this charge has been there, for some time, nobody has accepted it. international community has always been rejecting this charge. In the last few years, Pakistan has been trying hard to be get it away from the grey list of the Financial Action Task Force. However, so far, it has not been successful. In fact, it has been shielded by some countries, which are its partners, from being blacklisted. The level of challenges which Pakistan faced in the Financial Action Task Force were evident because out of the 28 or 29 requirements which had been posed, it could, it has not been able to fulfil all the requirements despite extensive time having elapsed of over 2 years. Now recently we find that the Pakistan National Assembly and the Senate have passed a number of bills which are related to the Financial Action Task Force. In an attempt, Pakistan is trying to get out of the grey list. Once it is, uh, because, uh, the other reason is because it is economically under very severe constraints. Even Saudi Arabia is now denying assistance to Pakistan, so it is important for it to get out of the grey list. And a, l- a number of bills are, have been now projected in the National Assembly. There have been some of them been passed, some are still left. On the whole, however, it should be noted that despite all these efforts, Pakistan's proxy terror campaign in India and Afghanistan will continue. It may be that due to the uh, assistance of its friends and partners, Pakistan may be able to get away from the grey list, however nobody should have any false hopes that this is the end of export of terror by Pakistan, it will continue with its policy for extending the proxy campaigns both in India and Afghanistan and also some other parts of the world.